It's Thursday, June 17th, 2010, and you've got Oz in your ears. This is Peter Bergman on the road for Radio Free Oz, and I'm in the Hello Kitty Main Cathedral of the Church of One Way Light, listening to Pastor Mercer Berther wind up his sermon to the 5,000 One Way Lighters here in the hall. Many of my flock have come up on me and asked, Pastor, how can we be sure that we're real Americans and not a bunch of undocumented parasites like all the not-me's out there? And I say that God has given you more than two punched stone tablets, more than one rosy crosshair, more than a thousand virgins waiting on the wrong side of heaven for themselves. He has given you his most precious seal. He has certified us. And we noose that holy ticket around our necks and hang it proudly twixt our breasts. Pastor of Peter Bergman, Radio Free Oz. Hey, you really have the congregation in the palm of your hand. Well, it's where I like to hold him. Him? Uh, uh, no, no, this, this, my badge, my birthright, my birth certificate. I hold it very dear. May I read it? Sure. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mercer Berther was born to Luther and Bertha Berther mm-hmm. on July 3rd, 1951, attested by Corliss McClutter, the redundant register of Hintville, Arizona. Yes, I'm a Hintville hyena, class of 67. Summer nights under the bleachers with the cheerleaders. Or was it the drum majors? Well, anyway, walk with me through the one light trade show to my lair. <laughs> the Church of One Way Light welcomes the North Oklahoma Teabag Dips and the Phoenix chapter of the Fun Famished Freeloaders. You're wearing your ticket, so come in and kick it. So, where's yours? Where's my what? Your certificate, pilgrim. Oh, 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 this. No, not your press pass. That's not your American ticket. Any tanned skin, clean-shaven, wide-hipped terrorist could walk in here with one of those. Well, I don't find it necessary to walk around with my birth certificate hung around my neck, Pastor. Obamanite. I'm not the president's man. Hey, he ain't the president, because he won't sport a ticket. So I don't have to pay him taxes so he can go sleep with Che and Mao. Go easy on him, Lighter. He's a tweeny. Tweeny? Yeah, you're tween, being an idiot and getting a ticket. Down here, you don't wear one of those. They're likely to drag you off and push your ass through the wrong face of the fence. I saw a lot of uh, soldiers in the cathedral, Pastor. Oh, that's the one-way light brigade. They're not going back to AFPAC. Until Mr. B. Hussein up there in the White House flashes his membership. And what if he does produce his birth certificate? What then? Well, I'd say that any man who can manipulate the Internet to get elected president is capable of going up there and getting a counterfeit ticket. No, that not me is keen you bound. We'll throw away the election and Senator Dang Fence and Mama Grizzly will take over. And then it's one-way light all the way. This is Peter Bergman for Radio Free Oz, and I'm getting my ticket out of here. 
I'm your host, Peter Bergman, my co-host, David Osmond. Hey, Pete, and here we are on a Thursday, and the oil is still spilling. Oh, man. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what are we going to do about that? I don't know. I don't know. They tried to cap it. Now, basically, they're just trying to cover it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the cap doesn't work, just deny it. Just cover it up. Do something. Those aren't those pelicans are just fine. They like all that oil. It kind of well, it's, it gets very friendly when they get uh, taken into homes and cleaned up and everything. I mean, that's the animal. It's a re- animal human relationship. It's a thing. Bonding, bonding experience, sure, right? Absolutely. Bonding speaking by, of bonding, <laughs> <laughs> bonding by the barrel. Oh boy. Uh, oh, I, uh, yep. our latest teabagger. Uh, you oh, know, another we got, teabag we, story. Well, we got the teabagger opening, so yeah. we may as well like continue the the, the thought. The big teabagger now is Sharon Angle because she's the one that's running against Harry Reid in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's totally whacked. So everybody has a chance to to look into the latest whack from Angle. Well, turns out she spoke out strongly against fluoride. This is before, a while ago. The substance known alternately for improving dental health and is a communist plot to undermine Western yeah, that's democracy. A, that is a you real 50s get, item. <laughs> you can guess which side she was on that. <laughs> she also suggested support for making alcohol consumption illegal. Let's go back to prohibition. That's not very teabaggy, though, is it exactly? Well, that doesn't sound teabaggy. No. certainly doesn't sound libertarian, but no. go on. But then there's another. She's not through yet. Uh-huh. Then she noted that In 1999, she had a proposal of a bill that would have required doctors to inform women seeking abortions about a controversial theory linking an increased risk of breast cancer with abortion. She's, of course, devotedly pro-life, but the abortion causes breast cancer theory is a myth spread in part to discourage Abortions. Well, yes, a myth. And she, she she propounded this in 1999. But wait a minute. I want to go back to those first two. Those are weird thoughts. Yeah. I mean, fluoride is a – where – what? Uh, who they, came up with that? That they, wasn't even well, Bircher stuff, was, was it? No, it was kind of a – it was sort of a – the government is poisoning us by putting – it was a, a, a know-nothing thing, you know, yeah. because it, fluoride was, you know – a, a, a chemical right. that they were putting in public water supplies to, to and, reduce cavities. Yeah, well, they thought it was to reduce your brain, and it was a communist conspiracy. But this is like 1950s. Who even thought of that since then? Well, but but the thing is, the teabaggers are basically a sink of conspiracies. Any conspiracy theory works with those nuts. It really does. I mean, I expect one of them to stand up and say, you know, <laughs> we never went to the moon. Barack Obama says we went to the moon. He implies it when he talks to NASA, but we never went. We never went. Well, that's. I'm glad they're, you know, they could have, the thing about the teabaggers is that when they get the tea parties together, they, they're really going to have a good time because they've got these great things to talk about. They'll never run out of conspiracy theories. Absolutely. The, 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 the mud will never get deep enough that they can't jump in and slosh around and, and dig around. And if they just look at what actually happened and in is this country happening. and is happening every day and went after that, oh, boy. Well, it, that would make some sense. It would be a different party. Okay, this report on Afghanistan comes from the Washington Post. That's the newspaper that Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman worked for. Always one of my favorites. 
Okay, it appears that residents of Anistan, that's one of the stands inside Afghanistan, a one-time Taliban sanctuary, see sign that the insurgents have regained momentum in recent weeks, despite early claims of success by U.S. Marines. You know, it, it, it always surprises me, even though I've seen it so many times, pictures of Marines, you know, doing nation-building. Marines, to me, you know, Chesty Puller and his Marines hitting the beach. They're only a few good men, and all the, they're tough, and they're rough, and they, and they say semper fi to each other at the, you know, at the drop of a helmet. And here they are playing what, you know, State Department wusses. Anyway, the longer-than-expected effort to secure Marja, and that's the one before Kandahar, is prompting alarm among top American commanders that they will not be able to change the course of the war in the time President Obama has given them. Poor President Obama. Given them, they gave him Afghanistan. Thank you, Mr. Bush. Firefights between insurgents and security forces occur daily, resulting in more Marine fatalities and casualties over the past month than in the first month of the operation, which began in mid-February. So we're losing more people now after the operation is over. The slow and uneven progress has worried senior military officials. Uh, in Kabul and Washington, who intend to use Marja as a model to prove that more troops and a new war strategy can yield profound gains against the Taliban. Our General Stanley A. McChrystal, the top U.S. and NATO commander in Afghanistan, told officers here in late May that there is a growing perception that Marja has become a bleeding ulcer. Once again, I've got to salute McChrystal. I mean, <laughs> a truth teller. He could be saying, well, we're not getting the progress we want. We're making progress that's a little slower than we expected. No, it's a bleeding ulcer. The challenge of stabilizing Marja has also prompted concern among commanders planning a large upcoming operation to combat the Taliban in and around the city of Kandahar. This is the one that was supposed to be starting soon in theaters everywhere or theaters of war everywhere. But because of overrun costs, won't be coming up until September. They are seeking to draw lessons from key problems encountered here and develop new approaches, particularly in increasing the presence of Afghan civil servants. Ha, ha, ha. We're always hearing about how we're going to upgrade the Afghan civil servants and the Afghan police. Ha, ha, ha. Does the word Keystone Cops come to mind? The Taliban continues to make its presence felt. Yeah, they live there. They seed the roads with homemade bombs and snipe at marine patrols. They threaten, beat up, and kill residents who accept U.S. reconstruction assistance. And they still own the night in many parts of the area. Is that familiar? They own the night. I think that's the Billy Joel lyric from We All Go Go Down Together, a la Vietnam. Look, I am no, in any way, supporter of the Taliban. These people are just beasts. These people should be, they should be put away. But the fact is, is that we can't stop them because, one, we don't live there. We don't speak their language. And as far as they're concerned and the rest of the villagers are concerned, we're crusaders.